0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined today by Vicki McKenna. Vicki, always good to see you. Super to be here. I'm glad to have you. And so, uh, you know, we got civil war, and this is a civil war that we, we people should be paying a lot, much more attention uh, to because it matters what's going to happen Uh, With all of our politicians down the road, who ends up making decisions for us on the judges, Supreme Court. We have a situation at Stanford University where a Trump-appointed judge by the name of Duncan was invited to give a speech. Nothing, no big deal. The Federal Society, no big deal. Uh, But he was greeted by an outrageous number of students protesting and heckling him, not allowing him to speak. And most interestingly, there was an administrator in the room and uh, Judge Duncan called upon an administrator to stop this. Let me speak. I was invited. I have a speech. Turned out that she was a diversity officer. And there she is, Tyrion Steinbach. And she stood up And took the mic mic away and lectured and helped heckle the judge. Yes. Take a look at this video and we'll talk about it. So, you've invited me to speak here and I'm being heckled nonstop. And I'm just asking for an administrator to sign up. That's an administrator. Your racism is showing. Wait, did you just respect my woman? If you want a marketplace of ideas you have gotten what you wanted, take it. Like, huh. do you want an echo chamber? What's the issue? Can I help? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I have to I have to write something down because I'm so uncomfortable up here. Um, and I don't say that for sympathy. I just say I'm deeply, deeply uncomfortable. Um, I'm uncomfortable because this event is tearing at the fabric of this community that I care about and I'm here to support. And I don't know, and I have to ask myself, and I'm not a cynic to ask this, is the juice worth the squeeze? Mm-hmm. This is uh, this worth like It isn't a But for many people in this law school who what? work here, who study here and who live here, your advocacy, your opinions from the bench land as absolute disenfranchisement of their rights so, and does so, Let Yeah, this went on and on and on the per- the Judge was not allowed to give his speech. It's unbelievable. Uh, your thoughts on this, Vicki?
1: Well, it, it's really infuriating to watch because it is, it is clear she has no idea what she's talking about. She did not research this judge. She got up there for a prepared speech. Is the juice worth the squeeze? I'm not even sure what that means in the context of what was going on. This is Stanford Law School, Stanford. They don't wanna learn about the law, They don't wanna hear a perspective on the law from a sitting federal judge. Someone who went to law school, completed law school, passed his bar, became distinguished enough to be nominated to the federal bench and confirmed to the federal bench. This is Stanford law. This isn't, you know, podunk law. This is Stanford. Tuition for undergraduate at Stanford, $56,000 a year. But they don't wanna be taught They don't want to learn. They want to repeat platitudes. They're paying 56, I'm sorry, their parents are paying $56,000 a year so that they can be part of an activist movement that is no deeper than the repetition of platitudes. That woman didn't know anything about Judge Duncan's uh, rulings on the bench. She wanted to repeat ignorant platitudes. And it's almost like they're delighted in their lack of information and their lack of knowledge and their lack of exposure to anything beyond their bumper stickers. It's weird, it's almost like they're proud to be as ignorant as they are. But Think of who these people are. These are the children of elite parents, elite professional parents, professionals in the business world, perhaps business owners, uh, likely substantial contributors to democratic presidential and uh, congressional politics. These are people that, you, as you're looking at them, expect they will be the ones who will be uh, installed into positions of power. They will be the ones calling the shots for the rest of us. These are our elite young people. These are the ones that we are going to trust the keys of power to. Think about that when you roll your eyes and say, oh, that's just those kooky college kids. They believe this. They believe they are justified. They, are, they believe they are just. They believe they are righteous. They believe that they are on the side of some kind of new truth in history. They cannot be persuaded. You cannot speak to them. They will not listen to even a raft of data or evidence that everything they say is manifestly incorrect. They, they are not having it, but they, are, they have access to the hallways of power through their parents, through their wealth, And they are going to be the ones who are going to be the next round of judges who are going to be nominated to the federal bench. And if that doesn't scare the absolute hell out of you, I don't know what's going to
0: So how much of this has to go on before people finally realize what you and I have been saying for a decade. This is unqualified Soviet. This is Soviet. This is this idea that anybody who disagrees with you is doing such great harm to you that you must cancel them. And then you're bragging about how you're the one who is for free speech because you shut him down. This is Soviet. That's the first thing. Second thing I wanna say is, you you mentioned the, the rich moms and dads paying for this. I'll bet you there's a whole buttload of that money that's coming from federal, federal student loans so it's we're paying for this not just rich uh, tech I'm giants sure, i'm sure in, quite a bit right but and the, then the final Stanford thing what, what,
1: one more thing i want to say. attract a wealthy clientele
0: no it, it, you absolutely you're right throw this at you i want to get your response to this as well i think the, the judge made one mistake and that one mistake was to think that the administrator would be on his side. Yeah. He called for an administrator. That was the worst thing you could possibly do, Judge Duncan, because you gave her allowed her to seize a forum that she didn't belong to.
1: Another thing he should have done was hold onto that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um here's a here's a tip from me to you, never release the microphone to someone else, ever, ever, ever. He should have hung onto a microphone. Um, but you're exactly right. These. It, it, did you notice when she took the microphone, she claimed she was the victim. Mm-hmm. She claimed all of those students were victims. This man was not even permitted to begin speaking. And she had declared the entirety of the mob to be the victims and the aggressor was the man who was not allowed to speak, who was eventually run out of the room. He's the aggressor. He's the dangerous one. They're the peaceful ones. They're the ones who care about justice. They're the ones who care about kindness and love. They're the victims. I mean, that's this inversion of truth and the inversion of reality is is shocking. But you asked a question, what is it gonna take a whole lot more than this? I, I mean, I don't. I don't think there is enough of of this to dissuade uh, parents from sending their kids to these institutions. It's it's stunning. Now, there's there's a little bit of a glimmer of optimism out there. There was an increase in, in a number of kids who would have been able to qualify for college who chose not to do that. About an eight percent decline, which is pretty is pretty striking. But still, you're talking about a huge number of people. Who are still going to, um, you know, happily skip with their, their little milk crates and their dorm room sized fridge to these institutions where the entire goal is to undo um, whatever core value system you have if it disagrees with the prevailing inverted truth uh, or to reinforce your ignorance if you're already bought in.
0: Now this is a new this is only the beginning of the story. We carry it a little further. So there was a backlash. This was very interesting. Uh, a, no, a number of people at Stanford University, a lot of kids wrote an essay in one of the local papers. Uh, also, the president of the college and another dean apologized for the behavior of the students and the Dean Steinbach who, who, who actually shut this down. They apologized. It was kind of a, as far as university apologies go, it was kind of abject. They were embarrassed. They said this was this is not acceptable, however, they did nothing, they did not censor anybody, they did not punish any of the students, they certainly didn't fire the dean in question. Tyrion, by the way, she sounds like a Game of Thrones character, a very badly written one. Uh, There she is, Tyrion Steinbach, my God. Uh, But nothing happened in,
1: In the first episode
0: yeah yeah exactly well now she's and, a
1: person of color she'd have made it through three or four episodes then she would have gotten
0: one. well they they'd have, they would have had a lesbian scene in a bathhouse, then they would have taken it no out uh no which doubt. would have been poison to everybody but you go back and then finally what, just when you thought there was some pushback a lot of law students were angry the the uh the president but they didn't but again the authorities said it was bad they did nothing and that's your problem so then what happened today is the last day or so is all the liberal kids which outnumber the conservative kids like by what 50 to 1 are now pushing back so the dean herself Tyrion, she actually made the mistake of apologizing to the judge now the progressive lefties who were standing alongside her to shut the judge down are coming after her all the conservative voices couldn't move the administration let's see what happens now that 50, 60 law students are attacking Steinbach because she dared to apologize to the judge.
1: Is it Steinbach or is it the, is it the other dean? I'm not sure. Um, but a dean is being attacked uh, for apologizing. But here's the thing. None of those kids, as you say, are going to be punished. The thing to do, the thing to do is to say, you're on academic probation this, this the, one more infraction and you're going to be kicked out of this school. We have a code of conduct in this school, but there isn't anything like that because they've been preaching DEI, by the way, Steinbach is a Dean of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion. We should start calling that by the way, D-I-E, Diversity, Inclusion and, Acre- and Equity because the acronym is so much more appropriate. Um, but when no one gets punished, it's it's gasoline, it's, it's a whole new tank of gasoline for these people. Uh, and so, what is it? 50 out of 60 s- students in a, cl- in a law class participated by dressing in black, wearing masks, looking very Antifa. And then the enemies were shifted. They shifted their attention to the 10% or so students who refused to participate in the protest. Now they're next. They're the ones who were targeted after the Dean was targeted those students now are going to face backlash for for daring to demand that their voices be respected, or at the very least, they're allowed to learn, not just be lectured with a series of, of stuff that you could probably crack open a fortune cookie and read. Let me. Um, but I, I let, think the dean that was attacked was not Dean Steinbach. I think it was a different dean who, who was willing to issue an apology. You can double check that for me. Yeah, we'll have um, to double
0: check that. Um,
1: but- it, 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 irrespective of that, you have absolutely no solution, no resolution at this school. And again, this is Stanford. This is Stanford. There's no way this ends, by the way, because nobody wants to go on record and say college is a waste of time. We have heard for multiple generations that college is a stepping stone to a million dollar plus additional earning potential ac- across the uh, the entirety of your career. That it's a million dollars, and if you are foreclosing someone from having access to that to that, you know, uh, career opportunity enhancement, uh, then then there's something wrong with you or your anti-education. But you, I mean, Duke, you teach you know what has happened to education in college. It is, you know, but for a handful of braver conservative professors, it is nothing more than, you know, than the reinforcement of really bland, dullard, leftist idiocy um, that that you would not 10 years ago have accepted as a punchline in a movie. I mean, it's Portlandia in real life. Really bizarre, but um, I don't think it, it. there's too much money to, to stop this gravy train anytime soon. Take a look at that picture. So what happened was the dean in question, who did apologize,
0: comes in to her the classroom and you can see what they did. They took every, these protesters plastered their own little posters, their signs, on every inch of the teaching whiteboard so that nothing could be written up there, nothing can be discussed. And notice what some of those pieces of paper say. Counter speech is free speech and we have speech rights too. So mm. shutting down, this is, this is how bad it is. These are your future lawyers, which means many of them are going to be your future politicians because it seems Correct. almost mandatory now to become future a politician. Your treasury secretaries. Yep, you gotta be a lawyer. And so what, they're so thick and dense and so completely brainwashed and indoctrinated that they think they have the right to shut somebody else's speech down. Somebody who was invited by the college, uh, a highly uh, achievable uh, judge, somebody who is very seriously what they should be, seek seek to become, somebody who has the knowledge that they don't have. They shut them down, they don't let them speak, and then they pretend that they are the persecuted victims because people don't like that they shut them down. It's amazing.
1: And, and, and they're claiming that it's free speech to shut someone else down. It's freedom to exercise their mob tyranny against other people. As I always say, this is the inversion of the meaning of language itself. This was the goal, I think, of, of you know the political correctness movement, which is a political movement, not just a punchline, so long ago. They believe that free speech is them shouting someone down, that it isn't denying someone free speech they don't understand the concept of free speech they believe that freedom is, is the freedom for them to demand someone else doesn't have it because they're they're just or they have some sort of you know uh, accolade some virtue that they can that they can put forward to claim it's okay for them to take away your freedom so freedom even is inverted freedom is it's orwellian It it, just flat out, it's like they all read Animal Farm and they all read 1984 and they said, hey, now, these are good ideas. Maybe we could implement them Um, and in convincing themselves. I mean, in very, very um, dystopian fashion, the absolute opposite of what is real and what is true. I I don't know how an entire generation could be so um, sucked in. Um, but then again, we have countries like China, like North Korea, where it is happening as we speak, that this kind of, of you know, manipulation of truth itself has resulted in wholesale, uh, wholesale uh, totalitarianism. That's where we're headed, by the way. They, d- they don't think that their imposition of their will on us is totalitarian at all. They think <laughs> we're the ones who are the totalitarian ins- for, totalitarians for resisting. And that's where I think we
0: we wind this particular segment down by pointing out that's the Soviet nature of this, right? That you who are engaging in this horrible behavior, you think you have the moral high ground. Still to come, Harvard and New College of Florida are divesting themselves, at least seemingly so, from disinformation and DEI. We'll talk about that coming up right now. So Stanford University is considered the uh, Ivy League of the West Coast. On the other coast, the East Coast, we have Harvard, of course, which is the pulse point of every stupid thing the left is doing in this country. But it seems to be, unless we're being deceived, Vicky, that Harvard in particular is kind of backing off, divesting themselves from all the money and all of the support they have for disinformation, left-wing propaganda, and in in, in particular, DEI. Diversity, equity, and inclusive education proge- programs. Talk about this story.
1: Well, this is really strange because, like you said, are we being had? Um, because there's quite a bit of detail how they are dismantling what they had designed as a disinformation, um, you know, study curriculum uh, on how to spot and and eliminate disinformation or misinformation. Of course disinformation and misinformation are political constructs. Um, I, it, it is, it, I, I wanna have some hope here because he, we had asked in the last segment, what does it take to change? And what it takes to change is a, a very important institution um, sort of taking the cloaks off and saying, you know, we're not gonna wear this, this outfit any longer. We're, we're done with this. And establishing themselves um, in a, is, is something that is still considered um, you know the most respectful and the most vaunted uh, but doing it differently and maybe paving a way for other schools to follow I, that's one of the very few things that might be able to turn around college because you know us plebes down here they don't care about what we think but they really do care about what Harvard thinks they really do care about what those deans think um, and what that college thinks and my guess is why this is happening is there was there's probably been a problem with fundraising. Um, I think some major donors probably just said, you know what? unless you change, we are going to be withholding any kind of substantial support from the institution. Um, we don't have that information, but that would be my best guess because on its own, you don't just simply you know turn on your heels and go in the opposite direction when it wasn't, I guess harming Harvard in any measurable way, um, at least with you know the the respect that most Americans have for the institution, not really knowing much about it.
0: So we have a a little bit more on the story. The dean of the esteemed Harvard University Kennedy School has decided to shutter the doors on a program that supposedly researched and documented disinformation, which to that Harvard means right-wing ideology. The Harvard Crimson seems very unhappy about this and reports that the Harvard Kennedy School dean, Douglas W. Elmendorf, is forcing out of her position misinformation expert Joan M. Donovan, from her role as the uh, Shorenstein Center on Media, Politics, and Public Policy professor and ending her research project according to a number of sources. This is really very interesting. There she is right there. This is Harvard misinformation expert, Joan Donovan. And whenever the left talks about misinformation experts, they think they mean the right, but they're the Soviet commissars whose job it is to twist the truth to demonize any speech that the left doesn't like.
1: I think we're gonna learn more about this story because um, you know, it kind of dropped like a bomb. It was all of a sudden we said, Harvard did what? And we, I mean, I don't know if you did the same thing I did which was read it a couple of times to make sure you were reading it correctly and not giving credit uh, to the institution if they really weren't doing what the headline suggested. Um, those students are getting upset. Here's something else I think that could work. Is, is you know put yourself in a position where you can be an attractive, high-quality institution to people who want to learn, to people who want to be the best lawyers, to people who want to understand the Constitution, to people who want to have the, the most exceptional STEM education. Um, set yourself apart and people will flock to put applications into your school. I I hear hear that from parents all the time. And so, I don't know, it could be a business decision by Harvard, maybe we're going to cream the crop of all the free thinking students who would like to attend our university and actually get a proper education that is worthy of being called Ivy League. I I wonder if these Ivy League institutions are sensitive to the mocking as well. Um, Elites on the right, very popular elites on the right have been routinely mocking these institutions, um, Tucker Carlson for one, but a number of elites on the right and I wonder if that's not starting to sting um, because it's when your peers attack you in the place that you're most vulnerable, which of course is your ego um, you know that 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 tends to leave a mark so um, and perhaps Elmendorf just has, you know, a little closet libertarian in there somewhere and just thinks that it's OK that you engage the free marketplace of ideas just a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think there's proof for what you just said uh, in this short commentary here. It says Donovan Donovan was told she has until the summer of 2024 to end the technology and social change project and depart from her role uh, at the Kennedy Center. D- Donovan, who is not a tenure track professor, has led the project since its inception in 2019. Now, this is where I think you, what you said is exactly right. According to the Crimson, the newspaper, Dr. Donovan is quite popular as a misinformation expert on the campus. And her, her book is about how memes, right wing memes, mocking the left are disinformation. So I think you Perfect. hit it on the head. Right on the Perfect. head you hit that.
1: Yep that you know by the way you can't you can't save a country with memes but you can i mean you can get them where they live with memes and the left sucks at meming. um and so some of the disinformation means pretend nina jankowicz some of that was just um it was if memes could be art duke some of them rose to that level
0: hey if graffiti if if uh, inner city african-american graffiti is art then right-wing memes are the super sized form of that kind of artwork <laughs> all right and that's going and that's going wrap up the show if you have any questions comments or want to support us simply visit dr. Duke sh- I'm sorry should I do that from the, again my mic sorry all right S- simply visit dr Vicki thank you so much for joining us for all you do and for all the Dr. Duke show does for you thanks we'll see you next time